Hi, this is Amber and welcome to today's podcast. My website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. I am a Reiki master and a shamanic practitioner and my work specializes uh, on core wound healing, life purpose work, sacred union work, intuitive readings and transformation calls. Today's podcast is looking at what we put out into the world. I recently recorded a podcast and the question was, what are you consuming? And so today in in this podcast, the question is, what are you putting out in the world? You know, what are you giving to the world? And I think this is a question that is worth us asking ourselves almost on a daily basis. And what did I, what did I contribute to the world today? What did I add to things? What was my legacy? If today was my last day, what would be my legacy? What would I be remembered for? I think we often, all of us have this, this belief, this feeling that we'll make amends for it tomorrow. You know, tomorrow I'll say that nice thing. Tomorrow I'll make up for it. Tomorrow I'll tell that person I like them. Tomorrow I'll be a better person. I'll start that diet. I'll stick to that diet. I'll start that exercise regime, you know, whatever it is. But actually, every day could be our last. I had a teacher, a shamanic teacher that used to say that his teacher had told him that it was for us to live every day as if it was our last. And not in a melancholic, morose way, you know, not so that we, you know, we feel that sense of loss, but that we actually feel, um, we feel empowered. We feel that sense of poignancy of the experiences that we have and the people that we meet and the conversations that we have, that we relish them and nourish them and nurture them um, and appreciate them rather than wish that we were in another situation or wish someone ill or, you know, gossip and bitch and moan and so on. So what do I mean by what is what have you put out into the world? I mean, I, I think this is quite multi-layered. You know, let's look at it physically. So physically, what have you put out into the world? Have you created more damage to the planet or or have you minimized have you done something positive for the planet for example have you dropped litter on the street have you recycled have you um tended to the to the plants to the animals that need your help have you killed an animal have you killed a plant have you killed an insect have you harmed another or have you not caused pain to another in your day have you beautified the planet? Have you made this a beautiful home? Have you made your home a beautiful home? Have you nourished the place where we live or have you taken from it without replacing? And then emotionally, you know, what is what have what is what have your interactions been like with others? Have you praised someone, told someone that they're beautiful, that you love them, that you like them? Have you made someone feel better, defended someone's honor? Have you supported someone in a time of need? Have you uplifted someone? Or have you criticized and bitched and moaned and backstabbed and said harmful and hurtful things knowingly or unknowingly? I think we live in a society, unfortunately, that allows us free pass to behave in that way social media is a great tool and it allows us to connect with people but it also means that we can be very passive aggressive on social media we can bully others we can say things to people that we would never really say to their face on social media we can um, 
say hurtful things. We can stalk people, prey upon their vulnerability and their weaknesses. It also means that we can spy on people and judge them and judge their lives in a way that we would never really be able to do if we weren't so social, socially media upped. But society also allows us to be cruel. It allows us to take the piss out of people, to laugh at their vulnerabilities, at their foibles, to judge others, to compete and compare with others, to say harmful and hurtful things because we want to, because it makes us feel better, because we believe that this other person is our enemy, because it gives us pleasure to see someone else in pain, because we're jealous, because we're envious, because we don't love ourselves, because we're lacking in some way, because we've had a bad day, because we're tired, because we split up with someone, um, because we're, you know, we've got a cold coming on, because we're PMT-ish, you know, whatever it is, we have an excuse. And I've, I've heard all of these excuses over the years, and I've probably used quite a few of them myself but often in my work not in my healing work really but in my other work you know when I work creatively in the industry I hear a lot of these excuses oh I'm really tired and so somehow that's a justification for being vile I've had a bad day I didn't get any sleep last night I'm hungover I didn't like what I had for lunch I'm feeling sick um I'm not happy with the hours I'm working I'm not happy with this that or the other and it's somehow a carte blanche for being as cruel and vile and unloving and unappreciative and lacking in compassion as we can be. And then we go home to our families and we wrap them in hugs and kisses and we tell our friends that we love them and we tweet stuff and we post selfies on Instagram and we do charity walks and we say, oh, I'm a good person. But our lasting legacy is how we made other people feel. Our lasting legacy is not the awards that we've gained or the money in our bank accounts or um, the number of lies that we've told or the expensive things that we've bought um, or the gifts that we've given or the gifts that we've received, the gossip that we've told, the stories that we've made up, the success that we've achieved, the the accolades that we've got, the promotions that we've received. That's not our lasting legacy. We will always be remembered for how we made other people feel. And that one interaction with someone, whether you know them or don't know them, leaves a lasting imprint of how they will remember you. And if this was your last day, how will you be, how will you be remembered? You know, sometimes I can have a really bad day and I can end up being really snappish to people around me, strangers and those that I know. And I'll go away and I sometimes think, if today was my last day, that's how they'll remember me. They'll go, oh yeah, I remember that woman. I remember Amber. She was like this to me. She said this to me. But thankfully, I'm not like that every day. You know, thankfully, every day I make an effort to, to if I can't at least leave a positive impression, to leave a neutral impression. You know, if I'm not in that space where I can make you feel loved or happy or content or uplifted in some way, then at least I can be neutral and not damage your frequency, not harm it in some way, not cause suffering. And then I think about the people that I cross paths with, um, mostly in, you know, in everyday life, sometimes as a healer, um, sometimes in my creative work. And I think about the cruel and nasty things that people can sometimes say, the looks that people can give you, the way that you can be put down, you know, called names, belittled, patronized, the way that you can be bitched about. The energy, the frequency that these people deposit onto me. And I think, well, if this was your last day on this planet, that's how I remember you. And if I was called to to speak your legacy, I wouldn't have anything positive to say because all you've done is cause me harm today. And maybe you had a bad day, and maybe you, you know it was the wrong time of the month, and maybe you split up with the love of your life. But frankly, I don't care because your lasting legacy will be remembered as being one of pain. 
So what have you, what is your lasting legacy? You know, if you're listening to this at the end of the day, or if you're about to start your day, you know, what, what are you going to leave behind on the planet today? How have you made the world a better place? Because the bottom line is we don't make the world a better place by bitching and moaning and backstabbing and competing and lying to people. We don't make the world a better place by harming others and trying to step on the heads of others so we can succeed in some way. We don't make the world a better place by consuming and creating rubbish. We don't make the world a better place by killing animals. We don't make the world a better place by turning our heads away from injustices. We don't make the world a better place by not speaking up for when things are wrong. Therefore, our lasting legacy is one of being a coward, of being selfish, of being narcissistic, of being cruel, of being apathetic. And frankly, that's not the kind of legacy I would want to leave on this planet. I would want to feel that when I go, I will be remembered for having done something positive and that my legacy will be one that is remembered fondly. What we put out in the world is also our frequency. It's our thought forms. You know, if we're sitting at home or at work or, you know, waiting for the bus and we're thinking evil thoughts, nasty thoughts about our ex, um, about our boss, um, about celebrities, you know, people we don't even know. If we're thinking horrible thoughts, that's the energy that we're putting out into the world because everything is energy. Our thoughts are energy. Our words are energy. If we're sitting in the pub or we're sitting in the coffee house, we're going out for lunch with our mates and we're just gossiping and bitching and moaning and mocking others. We're just creating more of that energy. And it is an ask. It is an ask that we choose to have conversations that elevate, that inspire, that touch, that are compassionate. But it, it, it can seem difficult. I think what tends to unite us, and this is a very English thing because I haven't noticed it so much in other parts of the world, but it's a very, it's a very British thing that what tends to unite us in this country is a good old bitch and a moan. You know, a good old moan about the weather or politics or something we saw on TV. But what really tends to unite us is a good old gossip about someone. Oh, did you see what she was wearing? Did you hear what he said? I mean, that is like the lowest form of dialogue that you can have. It's the lowest frequency because you're speaking ill of another behind their back. You're effectively throwing darts and arrows and daggers and bullets at them. Because, that, you know, unless what you're saying is incredibly loving and positive, you're just causing them pain, energetic pain, and you're creating more pain in the world. You're creating that frequency, which is a low frequency. It's a horrible frequency. But it seems to unite us, you know, that negativity, having a moan about the weather. Oh, it's really cold. Oh, I'm really tired. Oh, I'm working long hours. Oh, I hate so-and-so. It just becomes like a habit, a pattern. And yes, it takes a moment. It takes a split second. It takes a breath to say, well, what can I say that was going to be uplifting. Now, I don't mean here, which is the, the opposite end of this, is that you get people with these kind of mask-like smiles on and you ask them how they are and they say everything's wonderful. They don't actually tell you what they're feeling. And they're, they're scared to reveal an emotion. And if you turn around to them and say, oh, I'm tired today or my back hurts or I fell over or I'm in a bad mood, they don't want to hear it because it's going to bring their vibe down. It's not about that. It's about being honest there's nothing wrong with saying to someone, I'm tired today, I'm having a bad day, I feel emotional, I feel vulnerable, I feel angry. That's okay, that's honest. What is sort of depleting and trash that we put out in the world is to deny that we're feeling those feelings, to cover them up with a facade that everything is okay in our lives, that we're happy or that we're positive, and then to redirect that energy which needs to go somewhere into complaining and moaning and putting down and bitching and backbiting. And that's what we tend to do. So I feel that there is a place for having open, vulnerable, honest conversation, which is, you know, how's your day today? I'm having a difficult day today, actually. 
this happened, that happened. And then you give the the other person a chance to empathize with you and maybe uplift you, maybe hold your hand, maybe meet you in your pain, maybe just witness where you're at. You give another person a chance to show you who they are. But if you put the, the, the mask on, you know, if the if the walls come up, someone asks you how you are and you just smile and you say, I'm good today, you know, a little bit tired, but I'm good today, you know, trying to be all positive. And then two seconds later, you're busy bitching and moaning about someone and rolling eyes at someone and, and saying nasty things about people or, uh, or, 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 or being very um, dispassionate, discom- discompassionate, if that's a word, um, with your surroundings, with the planet, with animals, with other human beings then saying that you're fine, saying that you're happy, putting that positive, happy, smiley face on is bullshit. Don't do it. Just be honest. Be honest with where you're at and allow another person to uplift you or to meet you in that space. So we tend to have two places that we go to. We either go to this place of everything is shit, I need to bitch and moan about everything. Or we go to this place where we pretend that everything is fine. Love and light, love and light. And that's equally bullshit because we're not acknowledging that there is a shadow in us that's rising or a shadow that is all around us. What we want to do is have authentic conversation. And I experience that so often. Um, You know, people will sometimes open up. I've had conversations with people where people really open up and they tell you really kind of profound things about their life that are sad, that are moving, that, um, that give you a whole window into their life. And then they'll suddenly slam it down and say, oh, no, no, but I'm sorry, that was a really negative conversation. I don't mean to be negative. Let's be, it's all good. It's all good. It's not all good. It's okay to be honest. It's okay to say this thing has happened in my life and it's affecting me. And I'm sorry if that feels like the vibe is a bit low today around me or I brought the conversation down, but I'm just being honest. And it's up to the other person to meet you in that place and either change the conversation, share something else with you, open their heart to you or or pull away. But we tend to not want to do that. I don't want to burden you. So instead, I'm going to bullshit, pretend that everything's fine. Oh, actually, I feel so shit inside that I can't talk about anything uplifting. So I'm just going to bitch and moan. Out comes the phone, out comes social media, out comes, you know, the photos or the the images that we scroll on our phones or our laptops. We go, oh, look at her. She's had Botox. Oh, look at him. He's put on a bit of weight because we need that energy to go somewhere. But if we were just honest in the first place, if we just said, I feel really empty today. I feel alone today. I'm having problems with my partner today. Or, you know, I feel like my kids don't love me or I feel I don't like my body today or whatever. Then we allow the other person to meet us. And so our lasting legacy becomes one of truth. If that was your last day on this planet, someone would remember you as I had a really honest conversation with so-and-so. They opened up to me. They were vulnerable. I could see that they were in pain. I could see the frightened child in them. I felt really moved. I felt really touched by, by their honesty, by their openness, by their vulnerability. It's, it requires strength, I feel. It requires, it's a muscle that needs, uh, we need to practice it. It requires strength of how do we communicate in a way that leaves Uh, an impression that is truthful. Uh, It doesn't have to be positive. It just needs to be truthful, is my feeling. Many of you that have sat in circle with me, and I have talked about this in podcasts before, know that I talk about circle work and, and how transformative that was for me when I was doing my shamanic training and how transformative I found it when I have held space and held circles in the past. And that when I was in circle, we used to have a talking stick that used to go around. And um, I I maintained that tradition, but sometimes it became a truth stone that would go around circle. And so no one spoke until they were holding the talking stick or the truth stone. So you would just listen. 
And the invitation is always that we listen with an open heart. We don't listen waiting to speak. We don't listen in judgment. We don't listen waiting to offer advice because we have all the answers. We just listen. And in those moments of listening, sometimes the deepest conversations are had. Sometimes the most beautiful moments in circle have been where the stone's gone round or the stick's gone round and whoever's turn it was next would just hold the item and not speak. But we would feel the resonance of what they were experiencing. And then they may say a couple of words. They may say, I can't speak today or I feel sad or I, I feel overjoyed or I feel moved. But, but we would feel it. We didn't need the words. We didn't need the mask. We didn't need the bullshit. We just felt their truth. And no one would jump in and offer a solution. I never offered a solution as a space holder. You know, you would thank them once they'd finished speaking and the stick would be passed on, the stone would be passed on and on we would go. And maybe if you wanted to complete those conversations, you could do after, you know, once the circle had, had closed, you could have those conversations over a cup of tea or, you know, what, whenever. But and the process was that we listened without jumping in. And I, I, I feel that we all get out of practice of that habit of being able to, to connect and truly listen, um, myself included. I often find myself in conversations thinking about my anecdote that I can pop in to the conversation rather than just listening, you know, and allowing that person to speak. Um, and we do that for lots of reasons. We do it because we're not comfortable in our own skin. We're not, maybe we're not comfortable with the person that we're having an interaction with, um, because we want to be entertaining, because we want to be liked. Oh, I, I found that when I, you know, when I kind of, I did, I intensively trained in shamanism and Reiki for a period of time. And then I ran my own practice. And while I was running my own practice, I started building my practice. Um, in those first five years, I took myself out of the matrix. I took myself away from mainstream society. And then when I stepped back into mainstream society and I stepped back into the creative side of things and, and balanced it out with the healing work, I found that I had a very different way of being with people. I really didn't have that much to say. And I, it, it started to become an issue because I realized that so much of society hasn't caught up with the art, the ancient knowing of, of communication, which we were experiencing in circle, um, in the, in the shamanic circles, which I was experiencing with indigenous peoples, you know, where, the, where we even have language barriers, but we're still able to communicate. And I was finding that society felt uncomfortable that I wasn't speaking so much, that they felt I was judging them because I, I wasn't speaking so much. I wasn't, you know, anecdoting. I wasn't drinking. I wasn't smoking. I wasn't doing drugs. But I, they felt uncomfortable that here was this person in their midst who didn't feel the need to say much, but was happy to listen. And it wasn't because I was judging anyone. It wasn't because I didn't have anything to say. I had loads to say, but no one asked me. <laughs> it was because I just got very attuned to what it is to listen. And... And one of the practices also in circle is that, you know, we offer up as much as we're comfortable to offer up. We're also open to someone asking us a question. How are you? How was, how was the day for you today? How was ceremony for you today? How are you feeling? And I found that in everyday life, very few people actually ask you how you are. I mean, they say, how are you? But they don't want to hear it. How are you? And you say, oh, I'm, I would tell people, honestly, how I was feeling. They don't want to hear it. They just want to hear me say I'm good. So I've learned to say I'm good. I'm great. But I most of the time I'm not good. I'm not great. I'm feeling a load of things, but we're not open to allowing those emotions to come out. We, we jump from being vitriolic and mean and cruel and bullying 
to pretending that everything's fine and somewhere in the middle is the truth. And that is that truth that needs to be our lasting legacy on this planet. Truth, truth, truth and integrity. We wish for that to be our lasting legacy on this planet. So what did you leave today? You know, what did you put out into the world? And a conversation is a big part of that. But part of that is also resonance. You know, in in those circles where little was said or a lot was said, but we listened, what was put out into the world in those circles was truth, was was compassion, was love, was pain, was despair, was joy, was was love, was acceptance. And we're all seeking that, um, yet we don't open ourselves up to it in connection and communication. Uh, Society has a long way to go till we get there. But if you're listening to this podcast, then you're yearning for it because you wouldn't have found me otherwise. You wouldn't have found this work. And so it is for you to ask yourself, what is the legacy that I left behind today, will, will leave behind today? And how can I make that something that I'm proud of? And it might be that you have a meaningful conversation with your next door neighbor or uh, your partner or your pet. Uh, it might be that you hold a circle. It might be that you pick up the phone to a friend and you just listen. It might be that you say something really positive to someone and you does you know what? It doesn't matter whether they accept it or not. The fact is you put it out there. You, you left that lasting legacy. If they want to throw it back in your face, if they want to see it as manipulation, that's their issue. That shows you where they are in terms of their growth. But it is for you to, to worry about what your lasting legacy is. Did you recycle? Were you kind to the land? Were you kind to animals? Did you have kind thoughts today? Were you kind to yourself? Did you put love out into the world? Or did you put fear and anger and bitterness out into the world? And many, many people think that they are putting love out into the world. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll work with people that are absolutely vile to those around them. You know, they'll bully, they'll manipulate, they'll say horrible things. And then they'll text their partner or they'll ring up their kids or they'll, you know, go nuts over their dog. And they think that makes it all okay and it doesn't. We don't, cannot pick and choose who we are uh, compassionate towards. And that's hard when we're faced with those who are not being kind to us, but it, it, it means that we are being asked, tested even more in terms of what our lasting legacy will be. It doesn't mean that we're a doormat. It doesn't mean that you allow people to hurt you. You can walk away, but you can walk away with compassion or you can walk away with anger. And ultimately, we walk away with compassion because we want to leave a lasting legacy on this planet that is one of beauty and compassion and love. And because our resonance is important, because we don't want to change our resonance so much that that we become bitter and twisted like others around us who might also be bitter and twisted. So I, I think it's a really good practice to have at the start of the day to ask, you know, what do I want today to be like? If today was my last day. What's the lasting legacy I would want to leave? And also at the end of the day, just to say, well, what, what did I what did I leave on this planet today? You know, it could be a conversation that you've had with someone, a text message that you sent. It could be some, a hug that you gave someone. It could be that, that great walk that you had with your pet dog. Or, you know, it could be that meal, that, that amazing meal that you cooked, that bit of recycling that you did, um, that person that you were kind to, that homeless person that you talked to. Um, it could be that amazing piece of art that you made. I don't know what it's going to be. Ask yourself, though, what can you give to the world today? 
that is truthful, that is loving, that is positive, that makes a difference, that raises the vibration. I think many creatives, actors especially, and I do work with a fair load of actors, think that their sort of responsibility is done because they, you know, they did a film, they did a play, they were on telly and, and so they've brought something into the world. But bringing something into the world is not about, you know, getting paid to bring something into the world. Bringing something into the world is about doing something altruistically. It's about the energetic imprint that we leave on this planet. And so you can, you know, you, we can be paid to do works of art, to create songs, to, to dance, to, to, to act, to, you know, to sculpt, to paint. We can be paid to do these things perhaps, but what intention are we doing these things with? You know, we can, I can, I can speak about actors cause I've worked with them, but we, you know, we can stand on set or stand on stage and, and say, Oh, I'm doing something good. I'm entertaining people. But if we've got hate in our hearts for those around us or we're moaning or we're backstabbing people, then that's the imprint that we're leaving. It doesn't matter that we may have made people laugh because we did a comedy or, you know, we made people cry because we were in this really powerful play. It doesn't matter. What matters is the energetic resonance of what we left behind, the truth of what we left behind. That when you take away the words and you take away the applause and you take away the noise, it's that energetic residue that defines who we are. So that's what I'm asking that you pay attention to. You know, what is the energetic residue that you will leave behind today and for the rest of your days on this planet? The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. And so it is and so it shall be.